0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay each according to his conduct. Amen, I say to you. There are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. If you ever go to the city of Rome, you'll begin to immediately understand why it's dubbed the Eternal City. The ancientness of that city is on on full spectacle when you go there, and especially this full grandeur and how ancient our beautiful Catholic Church is. When you go there, there are four major basilicas. Major basilica is a title given to a church which is very prominent. The first one, of course, you all know, is probably the most seen church. You see it on TV every time you see the Pope. St. Peter's Basilica, the largest church in the entire world. Its, it's beauty is it's absolutely breathtaking. That's the first one. Another one is San Paolo Fuere la Mura. It is where St. Paul himself is buried. Again, another magnificent, huge church. The third major basilica, San Giovanni Laterano. It is the cathedral of Rome. It is actually the seat where the Pope's chair is. It's the mother church of all all the dioceses throughout the world. Then the fourth major basilica, Santa Maria Maggiore, which is the church we celebrate today, was dedicated on this day. In the year 432, it's nearly 1,600 years old. Our humble church, also named after our Blessed Mother, St. Mary's, is 75 years old. Just kind of give you a comparison, 1,600 years, 75 years old. It was named after, it was one of the earliest churches dedicated to our Blessed Mother. It was because right after, in the city of Ephesus, there was a council going on in the year 431. And in that council, Mary was given the title, and we all know this title because we say it often, is the Mother of God, the theotokos in Greek. And when that title was given to our Blessed Mother, devotion to our, to our Blessed Mother would spread throughout the empire. And Rome immediately took charge and said, ah, let us dedicate this beautiful church, and it's a magnificent church. When you walk into it, it is lined with these ancient columns. So remember, the year 432, Christianity was now gaining strength. We were persecuted by the Roman Empire for centuries, and then Catholicism started to grow and expand, and we started to tear down the pagan temples, and we started to use the the architecture and the columns, and we used it, repurposed it to build these beautiful churches. And always the question is, sometimes we hear, especially from our non-Catholic brothers and sisters, why do you guys worship Mary? That's always the, the charge against us, worship Mary. And what do we say as Catholics? We don't worship her. We honor her. And the question always is, I want to throw back at them, why did you stop honoring the Mother of God? Because we've been doing it from the very beginning. Because in Mary, we see the Christian life par excellence. The perfect example of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. There's a beautiful story. It's an apocryphal story that's been passed down for centuries. Because if you've ever wondered, why did Mary go after the crucifixion and resurrection of our Lord? Because there's, not, there's nothing in, in the scripture which really points that out. But there's an ancient tradition that after our Lord ascended back into heaven, that Mary went to the city of Ephesus. It's just modern-day Turkey, which is why that Council of Ephesus was held there. And it said that Mary, under the charge of St. John, why again St. John? Our Lord on the cross says to John, Behold your mother. Mother, behold your son. And so John had custody from the Lord himself to protect Mary. And it said that they went to the city of Ephesus and Mary would live out her days praying, silently, meditating in her heart about the depths of her son. She would penetrate the mysteries, meditate upon the death and resurrection of her own flesh and blood. And she pondered this for the rest of her life. You and I are called to be like Mary, to listen, spend time with Jesus, which is why beautifully today, of course, is First Friday. And directly after Mass, we will put the Lord in the beautiful monstrance and we will kneel down in prayer. In fact, the whole day we'll have adoration all the way to the evening mass. I want to invite you. There's a little binder there in the center to sign up for some time today. Come back to the church if your schedule allows it. Spend an hour with the Lord. Doing what? Listen. Battle for silence. Especially as modern people we find silence irritating because we're constantly, we've been trained already to be constantly stimulated. We're always stimulated by something. Ah, but the Christian sits quietly, contemplates, waits, listens to the Lord. So during some time today, come back to the parish. Our Lord will be exposed here. And be like Mary, quiet, penetrate the depths and the mysteries of Jesus Christ.